0: talk um, don't freak out i'm not i wasn't so, places are canceling uh, d- d- you know italy is canceling colleges and all school for the whole country right kids
1: and college students is that an overreaction or do they have it <coughs> worse than, than than? than? is there something
0: different going on it sure sounds like an overreaction i, I think it is it's just like a different strain of the flu is going around And it's extremely difficult. The one thing that the doctors who I talked to agreed with was what we've been saying. The total number of cases is completely unknown. They don't have a clue what the total number of cases is because the vast majority of people kicking around with this thing for a week or two have very mild symptoms. Well,
1: we just got a text from somebody who said, guys, it's seven to eight times more deadly than the flu. That's why people are freaking
0: out. This is to that point exactly. And and this is straight from the mouths of doctors on the West Coast of the United States. We don't have the vaguest idea how many people have this total because most We'll never realize it. And there's no point in going to the hospital, because if you are not elderly or have a compromised immune system, what they would tell you is, uh, congratulations, you have the COVID-19, uh, get plenty of rest, drink liquids, and, and try not to expose other people to it. Exactly like the
1: flu. Well, I want to make this clear, and so people don't say they heard it on the Armstrong Getty Show. It's not even close to seven to eight times more deadly than the flu.
0: Right, yeah. I'm not not even there. There. close. But if you have no earthly idea of the total number of cases, how in the world can you do the math on the percentage of those cases that are fatal you can't the only cases that come to the attention of the authorities at this point are the serious cases and the thousands hundreds of thousands we don't know people kicking around with this thing who are just fine that is an unknown so the statistics at this point are useless again that comes from doctors and one of the problems with freaking out and what's being described as an abundance of caution in some situations is uh, young, healthy medical professionals who have been exposed to this are being quarantined. And as uh, Dr. X, and I call him that not because he's some sort of superhero, but because you know, I, I told him I wouldn't use his name, um, told me, he said, the problem is you have medical facilities with, say, six docs that cover a huge number of people in, say, a, a, a rural-ish area. And if two of those doctors are exposed to the coronavirus, but are fine and dandy, but they're quarantined for 14 days, uh, it seriously impacts the ability sure. of that medical center to do what it needs to do. Right. And, and so cool heads need to prevail in this.
1: Um, more on that later. I want to do a little of our politics. We're not going to be, obviously, near as heavy as we were the other day on politics um, after Super Tuesday, but... The late-night comics took on the whole Biden-winning
0: state's story. Oh, is this a, a late-night joke, off? It is a late-night joke, off. This is very exciting. We'll have three comedians uh, do their best, and we'll grade each joke. And, and the bottom grade-getter? Banned from comedy for life. That's right. Yesterday, Joe Biden won three states he didn't even visit. <laughs> That's
1: true. Yeah. That explains Biden's new campaign slogan, Vote for me or I'll come talk to you. <laughs>
0: Former Vice President Joe Biden is projected to have won yesterday's Super Tuesday primaries, including five states he did not campaign in. Turns out it was a smart move to have him talk to voters as little as possible.
2: Hmm. Here's how impressive Joe Biden's victory was yesterday. He won
0: five states he never even campaigned in. Right now I know Biden is the front runner now but it can't be a great sign that his number 1 constituency is people who don't want to see or hear from Joe Biden Interesting that they all took the same angle Yes yes and Jack my job's more difficult than it seems because I had to <laughs> I had to discipline myself when Myers made precisely the same joke as Conan Right um I couldn't grade it lower cuz sure, I'd already not. heard it you right. have to be disciplined Uh Conan with a B minus, mildly amusing. Yeah. Myers tying him a B minus, uh, mildly amusing. Corden's joke was better. I gave it a B plus, but oh. well a B, but because he is a foreigner <laughs> stealing comedy jobs
3: Americans would do. He's downgraded a full grade to a C. Gordon, banned for life. The courts are really going to have to decide if that's fair or not. So, uh,
1: what one thing you often say when we're talking about polls is, you know, they take a poll. And then you mention voting day.
0: Yeah, Tuesday in Michigan. <laughs> At the polls. You can tell it's a poll because they call it a polling place.
1: Well, that exact sort of thing happened on Tuesday night. A morning consult poll hit right as... Super Tuesday was wrapping up, and it sure looks like they nailed it. So in their polling, the poll coming out Tuesday night, and the headline... uh, Why
0: would you put out a poll as people are at the polls?
1: I don't know. Who runs Morning Consult?
0: I don't know. We need need these clicks, man. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, We need a little more coffee over there at the Morning Consult. Wake up!
1: As Super Tuesday results roll in the other night this was the headline bernie sanders has collapsed in the latest national polling mm. so they had exactly exactly what was going on joe biden moved to 36% nationally 10 days earlier he was at 19 he went from 19 to 36 in a week wow wow and Bernie dropped significant numbers uh, significantly in the same way. Bernard Sanders. You're a loser. I tell you what, that's scathing criticism by the president there. I'll, I'll, I'll just read you the, the conclusion from one in- okay. consult was sure. this is a disaster for Bernie as it shows he has no path to claw back if he has a bad night tonight. Again, that was Super Tuesday, and he did
0: have a bad night. Well, that's one interpretation. <laughs> the only one. Uh, Bernie is doomed. Um, and it just goes to show you that the support for these candidates, just it runs an inch deep. Especially in a situation like this where everybody's so obsessed with Trump that they don't care what these people believe in. I don't care what their policies are. I don't care if they're 80 years old or 38 or whatever. Just, who's going to beat Trump? Communists? Fine. Great. I'm with the communist. Then six hours later, communists not going to win? Fine. I'm with the conservative. Great. Super.
1: Washington State told voters not to lick mail-in
0: ballots i whatever I want. Because of coronavirus. Bill of Rights gives me the right to lick whatever I want. I didn't realize that was in the Bill of Rights. Actually, Roe versus Wade would suggest that it is. Good point. Because Roe versus Wade said, well, there's kind of an unspoken right to privacy, a right to do what you want in yeah, the Bill of Rights.
1: Yeah, that's really the, uh, what is that state in the Northeast that determined that? Connecticut? Whatever it was. Anyway, in 1965, that determined the whole... That was the uh, the birth control ah, yes. ruling, and that's All that's right. when he got to the. It's not in the it's not in the Constitution, but it's assumed it should be, or something. Right. They
0: call it the penumbra, yeah, in legal circles. So Why back, I don't know. They mm, ought to stop. Back to coronavirus.
1: Starbucks is banning personal cups over coronavirus fears. You can't bring in your own cup. If you bring in your own cup at Starbucks, you get a dime discount. So sometimes you bring mm-hmm. your own like thermos thing that keeps it hot. Yes. Yeah, that's better too, and you get. Ten cents off your coffee, or at least it used to be. I don't know if it is now. Um, Anyway, somebody texted this. Brought my personal cup to Starbucks. Girl says they're not allowed to touch them because of the virus. I laughed so hard. I asked if she's still allowed to touch my filthy cash as I handed it to her. Right. That's a pretty good point right there. That's an excellent point. You can't touch my cup. Here's my $20 bill. It's dripping with filth. (laughs) And then you're going to hand this to someone else later. It's it's even worse. The money's clearly worse than the cup. Oh, yeah. You're not going to take my
0: cup and then hand it to somebody later or how about my cup has passed through hundreds of hands No, of well, course you know the, 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 the disease doesn't last that long anyway
1: how, did, did, did i read it last
0: so silly
1: did i read read that coronavirus hangs out a lot longer or l- less i don't remember it was one it was extraordinarily different than the average sort of thing
0: i know it 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 goes um there are some viruses that are like little tiny, tiny. Here I am touching my Joe eye. I just, probably have it now. Joe just touched his eye. Yeah, don't touch me. Don't I don't touch think me. I'm supposed to report you. Go ahead. Yet one more uh, trip down to the corner office to explain myself. Like if
1: I remember right, like the common cold hangs around a couple of hours on stuff. If somebody with a cold touches the doorknob, oh, for a couple of hours you could get that cold virus. Right. And then it dies.
0: I, I don't remember. I know this one exists for much longer than that, but it needs droplets. There are some viruses that are like teeny tiny little specks of microdust that just float through the air. Oh, you, you want to do something interesting? I've discovered this only because... Uh, I live in uh, close enough to to nature. Well, I guess skunks are everywhere, aren't they? But there is a bit of a threat of skunks in my backyard at night when I let my dog Baxter out for his final, uh, uh, you know, potty break of the evening. We probably have four
1: sprayings a year.
0: Four sprayings a year. Yeah, oh,
1: of uh, one of the dogs getting
0: sprayed. Ugh. Pretty, um, pretty quarterly. It's pretty common. That's miserable. And they're outside dogs. They run around till it wears off. Oh, see, uh, th- mine's an inside dog. There's no freaking way that could happen. But anyway, um, so I go out with Baxter in the evening with a flashlight. I generally bang on my grill a couple of times, and I say, skunks go away. No skunks allowed. Skunks go. And then I stand there with my flashlight. I bring this up because the beam of the flashlight shows me there is so much stuff floating through the air. All the time. Interesting. All the time. Do it. Do it tonight. Go out with a flashlight in your backyard, your front yard, wherever you want, and look what's passing through the beam. Our respiratory systems do so much more than we realize trapping gunk and getting rid of it. But you should do sent- a film strip. It
1: sounds like you're ready to go with something to educate oh, fourth man. graders. Junior <laughs> high <laughs> science.
0: That's my dream, teaching junior high, the high science. The
1: human respiratory system.
0: Uh, mucus, it, our closest friend So much more
3: amazing than you think
0: The amazing mucus
3: <laughs> In terms of how long coronavirus can survive outside the body It is longer than the typical flu But all, a lot of that ver- depends based on temperature and humidity of the, the room that it's in
0: As far as I can tell, yeah, yeah. But uh, coronavirus needs droplets to be in it. it doesn't float around in the air like that So it generally settles on the surfaces and the rest of it But uh, again, if you're young and healthy I-, I wouldn't be any more concerned than I am about the flu every year
1: they ca- canceled in Seattle the largest stair climb fundraiser in the world. Maybe you've heard about this, where they raise money for leukemia patients. Fire departments come from all around the world to compete, but they, yeah. cancel it. they canceled it for coronavirus, which oh, that seems may or crazy may not be a good me. idea. It sounds seems like, crazy. Sounds
0: like an overreaction to me. Oh, man. Well, find a way to raise that money for leukemia anyway. See, that's that's awful. Some and, people, you know, I have travel plans this spring and summer. I'm hoping... The world doesn't freak out. I got places to go and things to do. Exactly, you're an active, active person. Oh, are
1: you even kidding? at your
0: age. Why, I hardly ever sit still. Except now, um, I'm sitting still now. Facial
1: recognition coming to U.S. police body cameras, uh, and soon a number of things we're going to talk about coming up, and of course, full team coverage throughout the day of Katy Perry's pregnancy. Right, we'll keep you up to date every moment. You don't have to. Touch
3: Armstrong and Getty. <laughs>
0: The Armstrong and Getty
2: Show. The one-year survival rate for stage four pancreatic cancer patients is 18%. I'm very happy to report I have just reached that marker. Now, I'd be lying if I said the journey had been an easy one. There were moments of great pain. Days when certain bodily functions no longer functioned, and sudden massive attacks of Great Depression that made me wonder if it really was worth fighting on. But I brushed that aside quickly because that would have been a massive betrayal, a betrayal of my wife and soulmate Jean, and it would certainly have been a betrayal of my faith in God and the millions of prayers that have been said on my behalf.
1: Didn't know Alex Trebek was such a religious man. That's Alex Trebek? Yeah. Obviously, you probably recognize his voice from Jeopardy. He
0: he went on to say that he's become aware that there are a heck of a lot of cancer patients who are looking to him and, and, and feel a kinship with him, and like they're arm in arm in, in fighting <laughs> for life together, and that he feels like if he were to quit, he'd be quitting on them and with them. There's actually a beautiful statement. Really sweet. It's hard to remember he's a real human being because that voice and, and that face. We all know it as the game show guy, um, but it really was a, a, a beautiful statement of you know solidarity with people going through a tough time.
1: Yeah, that, yeah. We,
0: we ought to have linked that whole uh, video at ArmstrongandGetty.com so people can find it uh, quickly. It's a tough deal, man. What are you? What can you say?
2: Here's it's, a, it's the toughest.
0: Uh, switching subjects, here's a
1: funny cartoon I came across. Guy's sitting at his computer, yelling yells over to his wife, That's odd, my Facebook friends who were constitutional scholars just a month ago are now infectious disease experts. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. That is really good. That is really good. So the New York Times has a, an interesting article, and in the title is, What Happens in Vegas If No One Stays in Vegas? <laughs> so far, the coronavirus thing hasn't really touched Vegas, but they're using that as sort of a um, uh, a guide of, you know, a, a, t- a tipping point or how bad this gets or how freaked out people get. It seems to be, well, the article uh, gets into it. it. It seems to be more about how freaked out people are getting more than the, the 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 reality of the disease spreading right at, at this point it's more how are people reacting to it mm-hmm. um there's plenty of information out there that's saying what you've been saying the whole show it's uh, it's not that big a deal and we'll all be fine but uh, I tell you if what, everybody freaks out that legitimately is happening
0: i i talked to a friend in the concert promotion business and uh i, I owe you a call back skip i promise i'll call um and there are conference calls going on now the 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 live event business in america is really concerned well that's why the, the article about vegas because
1: if, if if when conventions start and group trips and all that sort of stuff start can, canceling in vegas that's when you realize it's it's huge i mean money wise that's going to be such an impact all over the country
0: right When bloated, corrupt government departments, I'm looking at you, Corruptifornia, have to cancel their bloated, corrupt parties in Las Vegas, well, that's going to have an impact.
1: What happens in Vegas if no one stays in Vegas? I keep thinking this is going to be over soon, but it seems to be growing. I mean, California (laughs) declared a state of emergency by the government. have it. California declared in a state of emergency yesterday. Mm -hmm. More cases in the L.A. area. First death in California. I mean, that, that just... That's not going to take it the other direction in terms of people freaking out.
0: Yeah, Washington has declared a state of emergency too. But I I need to grab the specific verbiage because that sounds super exciting and cable news uh, m- makes it sound as if you know it's lights and siren blaring and 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 martial law. Emergency! Has been, emergency! <laughs> martial law's been imposed. The Bill of Rights has been suspended. No habeas corpus. The rest of it. You know, uh, soldiers quartered in your home. Dogs <laughs> <laughs> lying down with uh, with cats and. And hellfire raining down from above. No, it's a funding thing so that they can move uh, funding here and there without legislation mostly. It's, it's then just,
1: they need a different word for it.
0: Well, I would agree.
1: That's, they need yeah. to say uh, seriousness, seriousness level three, or something like that. Right. Don't call it a state of emergency because that that reasonably makes people freak out. When I hear state of emergency, I think, okay, national guard trucks rolling down the highways, doing something. Exactly, I
0: mean, that's what a state of emergency should be. It, right? Yeah, I agree. But so that's you know that's kind of not, why we're here.
1: Not this department automatically gets twenty percent more funding. That's what happens.
0: it's This is probably the single worst approach to a radio show in the 21st century (laughs) trying to tell you when not to freak out. It's kind of out of fashion these days. So, well, we are what we are. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: I'm looking through my notes from uh, last night, and uh, I really got a lot of interesting stuff for today. I didn't realize it. I'd forgotten it I did all that. Might not be this interesting. Yesterday, me did a really good job of preparing for the show.
0: Way to go, yesterday, Jack. I know. Yesterday, Jack deserves kudos. I hope
1: tonight, me is as good as yesterday, me. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna
3: rest on yesterday's work and kind of slack on exactly. Today, yeah, yeah. I know. Two days ago, Jack. So, okay. <laughs> um,
0: I just got this text from a friend. Um, their largest the in his industry, the largest show of the year is in Vegas the week of March 16th 4 to 5,000 attendees canceled. And it's um, and it's not the association of sick old people either. They're a, they're a hearty bunch.
1: And so, and this, you know, it's a, it's a human nature thing now. The coronavirus story now is way more about human nature and fear and controlling that than, than a disease, viruses, right, than the yeah. disease to me. I would and agree. So now you're definitely going to have, well, did you hear uh, Lipschitz Industries canceled their convention? Mm-hmm. or Should we cancel ours? Boy, right. I, Lipschitz did? I didn't know that. <laughs> Uh, it's it's going to fear build on fear, and then people worrying about litigation and stuff like that. And then there, there'll be a tipping point of that where you'd be, you'd really look like an outlier, crazy company if you went ahead and had your convention. Oh
0: yeah, the lawyers are smelling cash because if, if for instance, okay, say the uh, the the American Brick Association cancels their convention, but the American uh, Lumber Association doesn't. And one of the members of the association, association goes home and uh, and infects his aunt, who's elderly uh, and and has compromised immune system, and she dies of it. Really? Lawyers will be climbing yep. all over yep. that, suing no the deep pockets of the lumber association. So now we we've gotten into that. I, you know, I don't mean to depress you or bring you down, but I don't know. To me, it's interesting to watch how the world actually works. Social media <laughs> playing a huge role in it. It's
1: become a thing to 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 to. Uh... Tweet out, I guess more people do Instagram out, a picture of the empty shelves at your local grocery store. Right. Well, you see
0: that and you think, <sighs> well, maybe I should be stocking up on noodles and bread. Absolutely. It's the way we're made. Yeah. If the rest of the herd or the <clears throat> people in the cave are running that way, you have the urge to run that way. There are 300 hmm. million children
1: worldwide missing class because of the virus outbreak currently. and I assume that's going to grow. And
0: as far as I know, worldwide, including in China, I don't know if you know about China. They're communists, and their health care system is terrible. There have been zero fatalities among healthy children. Zero.
1: Which is amazing.
0: It is amazing. Uh, now, listen, you certainly could make the argument, well, those healthy children have uh, healthy adult relatives who have infirm old uh, relatives. And we just want to limit the spread of this in general so we limit the exposure of the Vulnerable population. That part I get. I feel I, it's just it. It definitely feels panicky at this point.
1: I feel like uh, pointing out flaws in Bernie Sanders' plan is a little, you know, beat the dead horse, kicking them when they're down.
0: I don't know what the right metaphor is, but yeah, the, the first one's a horrible metaphor. I've used it a thousand times in my life, but. Anyway,
1: the uh, podcast don't, don't beat any horses. The podcast Freakonomics is it the people that wrote the book Freakonomics? Yes, I love that yeah.
3: book. Uh, it's mainly one of the two guys, yeah. kind of just. Uh, I think it's about a weekly podcasting various
1: topics that, where he just book, dives in. That book's got to be 15, 20 years old now, but I really yeah. loved that book. It
0: is an absolute classic of uh, independent and skeptical thinking. Yeah, I think two thousand four. So yeah, you're about right. With yeah, that. it's it's much more about. Being a skeptic than than the specifics, yeah. although the specifics are pretty darn interesting. I actually quoted Freakonomics the other night, talking about realtors to my wife, for instance.
1: Good one. Um... Uh, but this is the Freakonomics people taking a look at Bernie's spending.
3: Uh, well, they they did a, an episode entirely on what do people mean when they say socialism. Oh, okay. So they kind of just did a deep dive into all sorts of stuff, various angles, the Venezuelan stuff, the, the Nordic models. But I thought this was interesting where a uh Nordic of- models are hot. <laughs> Back to you.
1: A lot uh, of Instagram
0: followers uh, uh, in the- for yeah. the Nordic models. Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> look at the empty shelves behind me in my bikini. <laughs> <laughs> That's Instagram. Uh, But they had this uh, quoted a study from uh, an economist, I believe, from a Chicago
2: college. The economist Casey Mulligan, also of the University of Chicago, recently did a very rough analysis of the economic impact of Bernie Sanders' agenda if it were implemented exactly as Sanders has claimed during his campaign. An assumption that Mulligan says makes this more of an academic exercise and not a very good forecast. Still, Mulligan's analysis considered Sanders' proposals for universal health care, free public college, free childcare, a full transformation of the energy sector, and more. Mulligan's verdict? Quote, Senator Sanders' agenda would reduce real GDP and consumption by 24%. Real wages would fall more than 50% Whoa. after taxes. Whoa. Employment and hours would fall 16% combined. There would be less... Total health care, less child care, less energy available to households and less value added in the university sector. The stock market would likely fall more than 50 percent. End quote. Also, keep in mind that Mulligan is a former member of the Council of Economic Advisors in the Trump administration. So make of that what you will.
0: But uh, that's something I'm sorry. I just didn't know. (laughs) Well, now you do, you crazy old commie.
1: Did they say 50 or 15 for real wages
0: would drop? 50 Fifty. Yeah. 50% yeah.
1: drop in real wages? Listen, oh even God. if it's not. You'd it
0: hardly v- notice it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Cut by 50%. But you'd get free college. <laughs> Tell you what, when we got into talk radio, we we were in music radio years and years ago. We did a talk show between the songs. It was a bad idea. But um, we took a 50% cut. When we got into talk radio, trust me, you notice, (laughs) you notice, oh my God, you develop a taste for uh, gym shoes, you know, you slow roast them, they're pretty tender. Anyway, uh, even if that wasn't entirely true, it is in principle true. You cannot remove the vast majority of the incentives for productivity and expect people to remain productive. Bernie, and if he'd ever held a job, ever, in the private sector, he would understand that. (laughs) Bernard Sanders. You're a loser. (laughs) Right. He's the worst sort of purely academic human being. All he's done is college classes in government. He has no idea what it's like in the real world. Anyway.
1: You know, my my favorite new voice that you do is Swedish economic model. Nordic economic model. Thank you. (laughs) I've been working on that for weeks at home, trying to get the accent exactly right. The shelves behind me are empty in my bikini. In
3: my bikini.
0: (laughs) The Nordic economic model. (laughs) Um, Craig, the healthcare guru, pointed out, he tweeted the other day, that the Rand Corporation, owned by Rand Paul and Ayn Rand,
1: Right. Husband and wife,
0: right? Looked at data from about 1,600 hospitals in 25 states and looked at the prices that the hospitals um, were paid for privately insured patients. And I think you'll comprehend what this means. Privately insured patients paid 241% So 100% it would be double. So it's about three and a half times what Medicare would have paid for the same procedure. The way Medicare works is they pay ludicrously low prices because the government makes the hospital accept that. They force them to. And what the hospitals do in turn is they tell t- tell privately insured people, well, you're going to pay a hell of a lot more, and your insurance company is going to pay a hell of a lot more. Otherwise, we're going to go out of business. We will, quite literally, close our doors unless we can overcharge private individuals. Okay? That's the way it works. If Bernie and company were to remove that big, fat payment of all the privately insured people, which is the vast majority of people in the country for now, um, if they if he was to remove that, all you would have is the teeny little, you know, you'd starve on it payments of the government systems, and you would see doctors fleeing health care by droves. You would see hospitals closing like crazy, unless, and we talked about this the other day, there was such a vast increase of taxes, in the way that the Nordic countries do it, that working-class people were giving you know, half of their paycheck to the government every single week, every single month. So,
1: Well, does this help Bernie Sanders or not? Breaking news.
3: <laughs>
1: Former front-runner Elizabeth Warren is out of the presidential race. She has a plan for quitting. <laughs> Bye-bye. I have a plan to watch the rest of this on TV. Uh, yeah, remember there was a, a brief time there where she was in first place nationally, and uh, man, she
0: had all the all the all the wind at her back. Oh yeah, all the media was it was uh, just feverish to crown her.
1: Oh, the cheering crowds and the debate performances and everything else. But horse
2: faced lesbians. There 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 was there
1: there was uh, something about
0: her malleability as she <sighs> would. Uh, She's a complete phony. Yeah. To use uh, you know words of a single sentence. Is, or single syllable, pe- actually. Too. Pe- people, critis- you.
1: <laughs> people criticize the way we choose presidents a lot, and I'm one of them, and it's weird. But mm-hmm. it does, for the most part, have a tendency to get to the root of most people. You figure out who they are. For
0: through better the pro- or worse. Through the process. Yeah. I think there are probably some really smart, wise, dull people who are tossed aside. Because oh, yeah. they you know, exciting, charismatic game show hosts. Oh, yeah. We miss out on a lot of good candidates
1: that way. But, you know, it took a while to get to the fact that, oh, she didn't have to leave her job because she was pregnant. Oh, she wasn't the first female breastfeeding in law school. Oh, I'm she not...
0: wasn't a professor of color at Harvard.
1: Or she claimed to be, and she had no right to. Um, You know, all that stuff came out. Yeah, she's a big lion phony. Through the process. And that yeah. and it damaged her a lot. But that's something... Um, so one would have to assume that most of our voters go to Bernie. I don't know. Bernard we'll Sanders.
0: We'll see. When was the last time somebody approaching 80 that, you know, went through six months, eight months without any significant health problem? I know your parents are, are quite hardy. Yeah. But I mean, my dad does all the time. I'm including like having to have a joint replaced or an uh, uh, eye operation or something like that, the stuff that American medical science, thank God for it, is so dialed in that you're concerned about Mom or Dad, but they come through it okay, and things go pretty well. But you got two guys now, well, well, you know, on the democratic side, two guys um and and Biden, if indeed he's the general candidate, who's pushing eighty and has eight months to go, and I'm telling you if he has to check out for a while for some sort of old guy operation. That's that's going to affect things.
1: Coming up, how
0: long does it take
1: your feet to recover when you wear shoes that don't fit? Kind of an interesting stat.
0: A while, and, in my experience.
1: And the Biden team um, trying to uh, push back on an endorsement. Hey, we don't want that. <laughs> it's pretty funny.
0: Right, and and one more thing we're going to get to, an update on the story. Chuck Schumer, the Democratic leader of the Senate, uh, thought it would be cool to physically threaten Supreme Court justices know. and implied that a mob was going to come for them. People left, right, and center are reacting with horror and outrage. It's gone way too far. Mitch McConnell... Has delivered his dull, monotone rebuke on the floor of the Senate. <laughs> well, you, you would, you don't know if Mitch McConnell is discussing some obscure piece of legislation or his house is on fire and he's telling his grandchildren to run for their lives because he always has the same tone of voice. Mm. But his words were strong, Jack. Words, strong words, and those are coming up.
3: Armstrong and Getty.
0: The
1: Armstrong and Getty Show. So, the breaking news. Right now, is Elizabeth Warren has gotten out, she was once in the lead and...
0: Hanging up her stretch pants, Jack. Elizabeth Warren going to give her extra-long cardigan to the dry cleaners. And go home. I'm sure there's a name for extra long cardigans, but I don't yeah, that was, care. That's
1: Ben Shapiro's joke. He tweeted... Oh, really? He tweeted, Ann Taylor Loft long sweater department, hardest hit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a clever little fella.
1: S- 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 Elizabeth Warren, though, she's not like uh, <clears throat> Beto getting out or something like that. A lot of promise, really a surprising blah, blah. She was... I seriously thought she had a chance to be the nominee at one point. Uh-huh. And uh, I went south fast. And then there's this going around. I'm going to retweet it on our um, on ours from uh, Guy Benson. who's a, He said, who is the most satisfying candidate to watch lose, Warren, Harris, or Beto O'Rourke? It's a Twitter poll. Oh,
0: wow. Wow. That's a tough one. I'm going with Kamala Harris on that one. Yeah. She so pleased with herself. Yes. She is tough to take and utterly phony. Anyway, so wow, that's a tough choice. So that's uh, where we are. So
1: um, now it's really down to uh, uh, Bernie and Biden and for uh, for whatever that's worth. And we'll talk more about that later, I suppose. Coronavirus. Um, Italy has just announced no sport. No people are
0: going to any sports for a month. Right. All sports contests will be held with no fans for a just month. The players and refs. They closed all the schools and universities
1: and nobody can go watch sports in the entire country for a month. I, I'm not an epidemiologist. I don't know what they got going on in Italy, but that seems like a major
0: overreaction. Yeah, I guess. Has there ever <laughs> been a clamping down on a modern society like this? Because of the flu, for instance, which kills the hundreds of thousands every year around the globe? I, I don't know. I I understand that this is different, and it could be worse, and... I understand sensible precautions, but this seems to be going way overboard. I don't. I guess we'll have to wait and see. So yesterday, and uh, Sean, you're going to have to get a uh, clip ready here. I asked you to pay attention, stop shopping for sweaters. He heard us talking about sweaters and thought, <laughs> boy, I'll bet they're on sale during the springtime. Well, number one, you're wrong. Number two, we need you here. What? <laughs> I don't know why I'm chewing Sean out. He's, a, I don't know. Um, but anyway, uh, Chuck Schumer yesterday was holding a rally in front of the Supreme Court and said some things that were just utterly inexcusable, uh, threatening the Supreme Court justices. Uh, let's, we, the short version's good enough, Sean.
3: I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions.
0: What do you mean by that, Chuck? Seriously, what are you trying to say? Well, commentators and legal authorities and people involved in the judicial system, left, right, and center, are calling him out for being way over the top, although the mainstream media coverage is wildly biased, as usual. Mitch McConnell did take to the floor of the Senate. Um, Oops, okay. More people who aren't sitting where they're supposed to be. He's back. Can you play the Mitch McConnell clip, please? Yes, his comments were astonishingly, astonishingly reckless and completely irresponsible. And clearly, as the Chief Justice stated in a rare and extraordinary rebuke, they were, quote, dangerous, end quote. Because no matter the intention... Words carrying the
3: apparent threat of violence can have horrific, unintended consequences.
0: Liberal. That's fine. Thank you, uh, Mitch. Uh, Liberal uh, Supreme Court uh, lawyer and commentator Lawrence Tribe said these remarks by Senator Schumer were inexcusable. Chief Justice Roberts was right to call him on his comments. I hope the senator, whom I've long admired and considered a friend, apologizes and takes back his implicit threat. It's beneath him and his office. His office actually doubled down on them and justified his comments. The American Bar Association says they're deeply troubled by Schumer's remarks. Quote, Whatever one thinks about the merits of an issue before a court, there is no place for threats, whether real or allegorical. Personal attacks on judges by any elected officials, including the president, are simply inappropriate. Um, and they go on that's, that uh, spirit. This this is so ugly. And his, his soulless spokeshole saying, well, these are bad decisions, and uh, he didn't mean a threat. He was talking about uh, Republican legislators. No, he wasn't. He was threatening them by name.
1: What what I don't get from the I hate Trump uh, Democrat side is from the media and the politicians, if you actually believe he's destroying norms, if you actually believe he's as bad as you say he is, well, then operate like decent journalists and decent politicians, and you will win,
0: right? I wouldn't think that. I think the journalists might be sincere, even if they're biased and misguided. Uh, people like Chuck Schumer don't care about any of that stuff, norms and but decency. But he does care about all winning. They call about power. He cares about winning. He wants all to take care- the
1: Senate back. He wants to win the presidency. He, sir, how, why doesn't he think we're going to be the normal ones, in quotes, yeah. and uh, you know, above all this? I don't think it's, he believes that'll work. So he thinks getting down in the mud is a better way to go about w- it. Well, we're in
3: Thunderdome now. There is no <laughs> Thunderdome. War. Right. Yeah. Welcome to Thunderdome. <laughs> wow.